As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have the incredible Daniela. What's up, Daniela? Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh my God. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Before we press record, Daniela and I were talking about um, our, our, well, not my venture, but her venture <laughs> from Europe to Canada many, many years ago. And I was sharing with her that my mom was born in Europe and immigrated to the United States. So we were catching up on all things, uh, liter- you know, really just creating a better life for ourselves which I think is such a nice segue into your body of work. So I would love for you to share a bit of your backstory and tell us what you do, a little bit about who you work with and how you even came into becoming a business owner in the first place. And we'll take it from there. All right. Thank you. I was, I was uh, many many years in corporate, in corporate Canada. My background is finance and commerce. And I was doing what I call humaning. Uh, so I was doing the go, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done. I never had a time, had kids. I was exhausted, uh, was stressed, was worried about everything. I was in my mind a lot, thinking about the future, how I will, how it will turn out and actually trying to control everything and everyone. I didn't know at that time that I was controlling. Uh, I thought, I'd, well, that's that's how life is, right? And uh, I then life kind of gave me a sign and knocked me out. And when I was pregnant with my third kid, I ended up really, really sick. And that was kind of the first uh, wake-up call that, okay, that's not how I'm, how I want to live my life. And we should not be miserable with, you know, throughout our daily living. And there is more to life than this. It, it, literally, I just kind of stopped and was like, this is not why we are here. That, th- th- there is no way why we are here for this. This uh, constant battle and struggle and just going in the circles. There is no way we came here for this. <laughs> And I'm done with this. And I literally was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't care if the rest of the world is doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. And I had no path and I had no plan. It's like, well, what do we want to do? It's like, I don't know, but this is not it. So it was like a huge step into the unknown, which, however, kind of the openness or the willingness of not to stay where I was, uh, literally um, started off or turned on the natural mechanism we have built inside of ours and that is built in the the field or energy on the universe you can call it Um, and that escalated and accelerated a lot of things and my growth um, which you can call spiritual growth I call it normal growth really um, I had experiences like out-of-body experiences, astral travel, uh, experiencing myself as a consciousness uh, in the moment, uh, becoming a thought and emotion in a split second, collapsing my mind and body into a black hole. There is a black hole in the center of everything that is conscious. So there is infinite amounts of black holes in every every individual, every organism and there is one in the middle of earth. So I experienced that um, and many, many other things. And literally I built kind of like um, this puzzle for myself, like, okay, this is who we are. Oh, this is, oh, we've got this wrong. Oh, this is not what we should be doing. This is how we should be functioning. And I switched from the humaning and the condition being as a conditioned mind and living as a conditioned human to to my true self and to really the the consciousness like not seeing the world through the mind 
and through our belief system and our past, but seeing the world as it is, as a creation of our energy and really just a mirror of or a projection of our mind, really. And and I'm just playing with it now. <laughs> so cool. So yeah. cool. Okay, I have a couple of questions. So Go. you use a, a common word that we hear a lot that mm-hmm. many of us are using, and that word is control. Yes. And you said like in your previous previous lifetime, you yeah. were very controlling, but you didn't yeah. realize you were doing that. Yeah. I've had a very similar experience. Most of my life, I spent trying to control you know, we try to control relationships. We're controlling how we are perceived by other people. We're trying to control the narrative of our lives, all the things, but we wouldn't necessarily consciously identify ourselves as someone who's trying to control yet. You know, I see it in other people. Now you obviously see it in other people yet. They don't see it in themselves. So how does someone get to that place where they are consciously aware and recognize that part of the part of the issue here is they are controlling themselves because I think a lot of women are going through that experience, but they, they are not identifying it as I'm controlling everything. And when I release control, my entire universe is going to open up. How do we know when we are operating our lives in that way? So the first point there would be, if you're not happy, if you're not feeling absolutely free, if you're not waking up in the morning with literally in the state of being of joy and just gratitude. You don't have to do anything. You don't, there, there doesn't need to be anyone with you or showing you love or, or there doesn't need to be amazing opportunity. You know about that is coming. You just, you just are happy. You are just joyous. There is no reason. Mind needs reason. Mind needs external reasoning. Well, my husband loves me so much and that's why I'm happy. Well, guess what? If he decides to leave one day, well, I'm in a big trouble because my emotions goes down and now I'm facing depression. Take any, any external event. Um, Kids. Well, while the kids are home, I'm happy because I am valid mom. I have a personality which I developed. I am mom. But uh, if the kids leave, you know, the house, then, well, my whole existence is crashed that's you know a lot of women uh, go through that and depression and anxiety and stuff like that so first of all how you feel if you are not feeling free free without you don't need anything you don't need anyone you are just feeling free as individual literally as a bird on a branch then you are controlling then you are in the mind and there is basically two states you're either as a conditioned human in the mind, controlling, judging, wanting to change things, wanting to achieve something, not happy with what is, or you're just as your true self, as the consciousness, as the creator, as the as the everything what you are, as the literally energy you are, and you just are. Mm-hmm. And everything is perfect. And no matter what is going around you, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. You don't see the world through the mind. So uh, that's the first point there, how you feel. And how do you get there? Or what is the first step is it takes a lot of, I would say, honesty. It really takes a lot of honesty um, to go in. And ask yourself, how have I created whatever situation I'm not happy with? Okay, let's say my life is busy or I have a drama with my partner or my kids don't um, don't do what I want them to do. How have I created? Now, the mind thinks I created it with action. No, what is it in me that creates this reality? Because when we go back to the basics, Nothing exists outside of us. So the reality is not real. The experience we are living as a consciousness is real. But everything that is out there is a projection of our mind. And our mind is a bunch of literally web of beliefs, past experiences, 
um, how we see our world, how our parents saw the world, our teachers, everything, which means we project that outside and then we have experience of reality. And when we think that the reality is real and someone is doing it or it's, it is just there and we are part of it, we try to change it. Well, that's the, that's the hamster on the wheel when you are trying to change the reflection of the mirror. Never. And this is why people literally hit the wall, get exhausted, hit depression, anxiety, overwhelm, burnout. You can never change that by action and by changing outside. Because as I tell my clients, there is no one there. There is no one out there. People are like, well, my partner left me after 10 years and I'm devastated. And how can she come back? And I'm like, well, first of all, there is no one out there. And if you want her to come back, you need to shift things inside you. And then they come. Take it, clients, kids, your business, everything. So the question is, how am I creating this? And it takes your focus from looking at the outside and wanting to change it. That's the control. That's the mind. To inside, what it is in me that creates this? What do I what do I have to believe in about this world or about myself to have this reality? It's a very powerful question. And then it starts from there. Just questioning yourself. Just mm. it's really ripping yourself apart. And and then seeing like really seeing it as I am creating this. So it takes a kind of a a lot of responsibility for everything people because people say, well, there is no way I created my divorce. I'm like, well, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. There is no way I created this hard thing in my business. Well, yeah, you did. You don't know why you did. And I know exactly why. When I talk to people, like I, I need, I need three sentences. I need five, five, five sentences. And I know exactly why they created it. So that's a different, it's shifting from the mind to the, to the true self or, or the consciousness, the being. Got it. So when you were describing previously, when you were introducing yourself and you were talking about your former self, your former life, you were yeah. in finance and you were working and doing all the do. And then you had this moment of clarity where you decided this is not why we are here. What was your experience like in terms of shifting from being controlling and leading with the mind to having the experiences that you were describing and you know even accessing and entering into that black hole did you teach yourself how to do that did someone teach you how to do that did lightning strike you haha ha, funny funny we know it didn't but you got to be a little humorous um what was that Talk a little bit, like, will you share transparently, like, what was that experience for you? Did you just enter into it all of a sudden? Was it a process for you? Did you just like know what question to ask yourself in that moment? Did you seek guidance from someone else? Because you finally realized like, it can't be this way, but I don't know how to change it. I'd love to hear what your personal process was. Absolutely. So uh, there's this before I share it, there is this thing that the mind is very tricky. Um, um, when we understand what the mind is, it's a personality. It's a, it's really a, a personality that the mind develops so we can function and we can experience this world. And we think that it is us, right? And the mind, uh, because it's, uh, it's really projected um, outside, uh, it seeks any solution, any, any way, how to any goal from outside. So when I was talking about this, so my process was, as I say, yeah, I was in the corporate world and then, and I was in the do, 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 get, get, get more achieving, you know, more, more, more. And I thought the more I work, for example, the more I will be happy, the more free time I will have. Well, that, that doesn't happen. Right. Um, and then after I decided, okay, this is not how we do it. My high achiever, again, my high achiever kicked in and I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to do this differently. And now I was in the mode of researching and reading. Like during one year, I remember I read over 300 books. I just read, I just read. And I was journaling, I was meditating. I was, you know, like doing the chakras. And I I did um, meet a lot of amazing, amazing people with amazing stories, you know, similar to mine and healers and coaches. But it didn't feel right because I was still doing it. And I was actually exhausted from doing things. Like now I was doing the spiritual things, but like I was still doing things. And um, I said, okay, this is not it. This is not it. Like there is something more. And I don't know if I was a fortunate or, but yeah, things just came. I just wanted to remember who I was. I remember Mm. I, I had a period of time when I was asking myself a question I want to remember who I am. Mm. And I remember talking to a friend and he was like, well, Daniela, you know who you are. I'm like, no, I want to remember who I am. That simple, like that, I don't know if that was the question, but every every experience I had um, happened involuntary. Mm-hmm. It didn't, I didn't, I didn't meditate. I didn't do anything to do that. And now I can tell you that once we detach from the mind and stop really being the mind, our system knows what to do. It's like with being the mind and controlling, we are preventing the natural mechanism that has been built into us to kick in. So my natural, you can call it surrender. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, My natural mechanism kicked in. And started doing with my, literally with my mind, with my emotions, with my body, what it was supposed to do. Um, I had chronic pain. It was removed. I had uh, like everything. It was removed. And then that's our natural state. Everything is done. It's like these huge orchestrations. It's like, I often say, you know, a seed of oak tree. There is everything in that seat that is needed for the tree to be an amazing, massive, powerful oak tree. We are built the same way. The only difference is that we have something as the mind and the mind gets in the way. If we detach and drop the mind we will thrive. We thrive. We naturally thrive. We are joyous. We we have healthy bodies. That's so, yeah, I met with a lot of amazing people. And if someone is, if someone is asking a question, okay, so Daniela, well, this is amazing, but what the hell do I do next? Like, okay, I want a first step. I would say, be willing, but you got to be really prepared for anything. Be willing to go there and tell yourself, it's always between you and you, I'm ready. And the next step, the next book, next teacher, next coach will show up. And if you feel resonance with resonance with that book, with that person, go it. And then you will see the next step and next step and next step and next step. And you will be guided. You are guided. We are guided. We don't listen. We don't hear it because there is the mind noise. So my my answer would be, you don't need to do anything. <laughs> because people are like, okay, tell me the book. Tell me the book. And I'm like, no. Because out of the, I don't know how many listeners, let's say there is 3,000 listeners right here. Everybody will have a different path. Mm-hmm. I, there is no one book I can tell you like, okay, you know what? I'll read this. This will change your mind, change your life. Because everyone is on a different level of consciousness. Everyone has a different soul, soul journey pre-planned and needed, needs to go through different lesson, lessons. But the teachers, the, the pointers, the help is there. You are just missing it. So stop breathe, live, and do the literally daily 
quote-unquote, insignificant things. Because sometimes you think that, okay, well, I need need this amazing coach and, you know, that will change your life. No, it may be your kid who is 10 years old and he will tell you something you are missing when you're in the mind. But when you're fully present with that kid, that one thing that they say will shift you in a different state. We'll be like, oh my gosh, what did he just say? So um, it's, it's, it's a natural mechanism and you just need to trust it. The problem is the mind doesn't trust. So most of the people are like, yeah, Daniel, this is very nice, but still give me the book. And I'm like, yeah, that's, if you're ready, if you're ready for me, come to me. If you're ready for Megan, come to Megan. If you're ready for a book, you will resonate with what, with what will come next. Yes. But everyone is different, but the tools are around you. You are missing them when you are in your mind thinking and planning about the life, live life and you will see things happening. Okay. I I love your explanation. And I asked that question because it is challenging. It's not challenging to describe what you just described. I think it's challenging for a mind receiving it to comprehend it and understand it and and Mm -hmm. get that. I have been through a really similar experience that you're describing. And mine was pretty recent. I've been through, I would say like baby phases of that where there wasn't complete, like literally like overnight change. I've experienced exactly what you're talking about. I use different words because I'm, yeah. I don't do what you do. Um, mine are, mine are like layman's terms, very simple, simple <laughs> no. words, not like the, I need to go look up a dictionary, but I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of, I got really, really sick. This was a few months ago. I got very, very sick, just, you know, kind of similar to you. I was having headaches all the time. I was, um, beyond abnormally tired and fatigued, then got sick with either, you know, what or not never tested positive for like 10 things they tested me for was sleeping 14 to 16 hours a day. And it was that moment where it was just like, I kind of just like realized very similar to you too, where it's like, I'm actually, I'm not on the right path. Like the, my, the path is actually over here. And I've been trying to like muscle my way or mind my way or think my way through whatever my path is. And, you know, whether we're using words like let go, surrender, um, being obedient to that, whatever it is, I, it's hard for me to describe. I don't have the language and the communication to really describe that. It was more of an experience for me. And almost overnight, my habits changed in almost every category of my life without me having to make a decision on, I am going to, let me get out a sheet of paper and write down what I want and what my habits are going to be and how many times I'm going to go to the gym or for how long, none of that. It was just like new person. Also, I was jotting down some notes you were saying. And when I asked you the question, like, how does someone know when they're not controlling any longer. And you said things like you are waking up with just pure, utter joy. You are happy. I had that experience and it literally went from one day to the next. It was waking up so tired for three hours, even with a workout in between those three hours and getting my kid ready for school and, you know, the morning things and felt like my brain was in tar for three hours. And then the very next, you know, when I had this moment in my own life, the next day, I, it was almost like I had a different personality yeah. waking up in the morning. And my husband is saying things and my daughter is saying things. And it's almost like, it's not that you forget who you were before, or you don't know who that version of yourself was, but it's like, okay, now I'm actually in my natural state. I'm in the natural state. So I... And that, again, like that is challenging for someone else to comprehend and understand. I don't know that if it had been me five years ago or three years ago, I would have been like, what? Please give me the how-to manual. Tell me the 52 steps I need to take on a daily. So I, and I wanted to share that personal story as well for the listeners to hear. 
sometimes people are like, yeah, right. Like she doesn't know what she's talking about. This cannot happen. I don't believe this. There's gotta be a system. I have, I have experienced that what you're talking about. So I just wanted to weave that in that what you just, yeah, that's amazing. Like that's exactly it. So I want everyone to know and really, really know that it doesn't need to take 10 years. It doesn't need to take 15. The shift in is instant. Uh, when I work with my clients, the shift is 24 hours. Yep. Different, like, oh my gosh, silence, no thoughts, joy. It's It can be instant. The mind is giving you the impression or telling you, no, 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 you need to well, work for it. You need to deserve it. You need to get to the enlightenment. And it takes, oh my gosh, Buddha was 85. No, that's a bullshit. (laughs) You know what it takes? And that was happened to you. And that would happen to me. And that what happens to majority of people, because only then we let go. When we become so uncomfortable, so in pain, so tired that we stopped caring. We are like, I'm done. I don't give up. It, it doesn't matter. Mm. It nothing matters. I was in that state, and then the shit happened. You were in the state. It was a disease for you, right? It was illness. Yeah. But like, when we are a healthy individual. We can be stressed. We can, you know, a a lot of adrenaline pumped up, but it's the mind. It's like, go, go, go. A lot of, a lot of time it takes, I see it, I see it in people. It takes cancer. It takes depression. It takes um, that of the loved one. It takes really horrible pain to get to the point like, I cannot do this anymore. I don't even know how I give up. Mm -hmm. And that's the point of complete surrender Mm -hmm. and then when you do when you get to that state you don't care what the mind does okay the mind is is telling me something i don't know i don't know i i I can't i don't even care and then the natural mechanism kicks in and now because now there was there is no resistance mind is resistance mind is preventing to for us to be who we who we were designed to be right so uh, in order to prevent to that to that really point of um, low point in life, uh, practicing practicing detaching from the mind and uh, giving up the control. And um, I, I tell you a simple exercise, really simple, which will give you some kind of a perception or uh, you know uh, people who are listening of how. How much you the mind is in control. So, for example, just just uh, try to sit, just try to sit and enjoy whatever is. Maybe your kid is talking to you, and and try not to do anything and just be. And you will notice that your mind, you are not present. You are not with the kid. You are not listening to the story. You're like, okay, can can you get this over? This is not important for me. Okay, well, you're five years old. You don't even know what life is. Like all these things are going in your head. I have so much more important to do. I have emails to uh, respond to. I have dinner to cook, right? Like we cannot be still. We cannot. We mastered planning for life, but we don't know how to live. And the simple answer is just be, just be with, be where you are and watch your body mind because your, your mind is giving you thoughts. You should be doing what you should be doing and all the controlling things and your body reactions, emotion is, has an emotional reactions to those thoughts. So watch yourself, watch yourself how you cannot, when you are trying to just sit and be, how your body wants to move because there is something that needs to be done, that there is some, that email to be sent, that a dinner or to-do list to be 
uh, you've reviewed or adding more things on it or whatever. That's all the mind. And Mm. you have to be strong enough to go against that. You have to not go with the mind. You have to be strong enough to, no, I'm just here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just be. Mm -hmm. And being doesn't mean sitting still and not doing anything. Being means I'm cooking. Being means I'm I'm walking. Being means I'm swimming. I'm working. But I'm where I am. I'm not. I am with who I am, where I am, and fully focused on that and enjoying it. Most of the people function the way I was functioning as you said in the previous lifetime, uh, in the corporate, um, when uh, I had kids and when I was home with them, um, I I couldn't play with them. I wasn't present. They were around me, but I wasn't a mom. I, I wasn't a present mom. Uh, yeah, honey, that's fine. That's fine. That's very nice what you built. But in my head, I was thinking about the work. I was thinking about the spreadsheet. I was thinking about the deadlines. I was thinking about the next day and then when i was at work i was kind of working but thinking about how my kids are with the babysitter and not with me and i was miserable and i wanted to be with them and that was heart-wrenching and like a vicious circle so we are never where we are we are always it's like life is knocking at our door and we are not there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that kind of awareness and brings you more into, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing this. And then the willingness to really drop the mind and trusting, trusting that first of all, the natural mechanism will kick in just like it kicked in, in your example, in your experience. And then the, the next step on your journey will come. It may be a person, a book, um, but as I, as I said, it may be a friend who will tell you something and it will be like, and you will have a huge aha moment. And yeah, it may be a coach, but it will be different for everyone because everyone is in, a, as I said, different level of consciousness, different step along the journey. That mm-hmm. this is not a cookie cutter. This is life being experienced. Yes, exactly. Okay. I am going to be very fascinated by your response to this question. Um, Something that is very prevalent, especially in the coaching, personal development, even professional development space in the, in the, I see it largely in the female entrepreneurship space. And that is female entrepreneurs who are almost addicted to personal development and addicted to mindset work and addicted to, you know, just, I've got to meditate for two hours. I have to fill out a form every single day, helping me figure out what my beliefs are. I have to talk to my coach every single day. And it's this constant, you know, I can't grow my business because I have to work on my mindset. And I've been in this industry for 10 years and I've worked with some clients for multiple years in a row and I'm not their mindset coach. I'm their business coach. And quarter after quarter or year after year, I will see some growth in terms of their mindset, but it seems like they're constantly the same things are coming up over and over again, but they're still like so plugged into their mindset work. Mm -hmm. I know you have thoughts on this. <laughs> yeah, do share. I do. Uh, well, first of all, if someone would come to me with that kind of uh, daily schedule or yearly schedule, I would say, well, and how do you like it? <laughs> how do you like, <laughs> how is, like, is that the life you want to be living? Because um, it doesn't sound like a fun, right? Um, no. It's what I said. It's the mind being very tricky and switching from um, doing things um, in terms of like a lot of work and working into the spiritual work. So the mind 
here's the thing. The mind is never, cannot never accept status quo. The mind as a personality uh, needs to change things. It's the survival mechanism. I need to be different. I need to get somewhere. I need to be enlightened. I need to meditate. I need to, that's how I will get things. The mind cannot live and exist in the present. And that's why we have either mind living in the past or the experience, or the, the example what you shared, living in the future. I'm trying to get somewhere. Here's the caveat. Time is an illusion. When we collapse the mind, the time doesn't exist. The time is there only as a projection of our mind to give us this earthly experience. So, but what we refer to as past lives, future lives, future goals, future achievements is already happening now in the quantum field. Quantum field, spiritual, of course, is, they call it Akashas. It's now. So if I'm trying to be a better person, I'm living an illusion. It's an experience I choose, it, but I'm living an illusion. I already am everything. I don't need to do anything. And life itself is a meditation. This is what I see. What I see exactly the same. Well, I'm meditating so I get somewhere. So I, I have this spiritual experience or so I am whatever. No, you don't need to meditate because the mind, again, the mind takes the external meditation and okay, so now it's not spreadsheets, but it's meditation that will make you whole, that will make you to be somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need to get anywhere because there is nowhere to go. You exist only now, 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 even tomorrow will be now. So that's why I often tell, if you're in the mind trying to plan, you're not living. You are in the illusion. You only exist now. So you only have to have experience of the now. And life is really exhausted, exhausting to plan, achieve, and we are trying to better ourselves. But why are we trying to better ourselves? Because we are not enough now. So when I do enough spiritual work, when I do meditate, when I journal, I will feel better. Well, how about dropping that shit, all that mind, and just be, mm-hmm. and you feel better. The mind makes you to believe that you will feel better. And it's a trick because you can feel better now, mm. right now. It takes it takes discipline, though. It takes really discipline. It takes courage, and it takes to go against the logic. When I work with clients, they are very logical. They're high achievers, exactly. Um, high performing coaching executives. And I say, okay, we'll drop the logic. And that's the hardest part. Because the logic is the survivor. Hmm. But that won't bring you the happiness. The logic keeps you in the illusion. You got to break from the illusion. Hmm. So I'm not surprised. uh, But, uh, and you mentioned one thing. You mentioned that you do see some results in the mindset work, but not the huge. Yeah, because if you apply force, and power and action, eventually you will get some results. But the most important thing is that what you said is the same thing over and over, over beliefs, the same beliefs and the same traumas and then the, the childhood wants over and over come up. Yeah, because you're using the tool. Think about it logically. You are using the tool that actually created the beliefs and trauma to get rid of it. Meanwhile, the very main 
Like the mind needs it, the personality, the mind needs it for survival. It will never drop it. It will give you an impression that it's dropping it. But hey, another trauma, another belief will come up. Another belief, another belief. Oh my gosh, I thought I was there. I was exactly there. There were so many beliefs until I said, okay, I'm done. This is not, this is not it. So you cannot use the mind for removing the beliefs. The mind needs it to exist. That's why you need to drop the mind. And then the beliefs are gone. Got it. All your traumas, all your paths you don't like can be gone in a split second. Yeah. Okay. I got another question for you. (laughs) Go ahead. So logic is like the planning and the preparing and the action, all that jazz. Where is there a place for that? So let's use podcasting as an example, right? Mm -hmm. You and I both have a business. We're on this, you know, I have a show. You're my guest on the show today. I know that uh, we both had this scheduled in our calendars. So Mm -hmm. that is a structure. This was pre-planned. You know, there was action there. Mm -hmm. There's a calendar there. I have things in a spreadsheet just so I know like who I'm talking to. And when I'm talking to people, I know my podcast goes out on a Tuesday and a Friday. So there are plans in place. There's preparation in place. In order for us to reveal this, we have to sit here and take action by having this conversation and record it. And I go upload it and it goes out Mm -hmm. to the ethers. I think that's where people also get a bit confused around, okay, I hear you talking about being, it's not about doing, but then the argument is, but the two of you are doing right now. And the way that you got here was by planning, preparing in a schedule and getting this booked and having this conversation. Yeah. How does, how do those two work together? How does that fit? Okay. So, yeah. And that's where a lot of people are confused when like, well, what do I do then? I can, I can try to describe it logically. (laughs) It's a, it's really shift in consciousness. So it's different. Um, I would compare it to like, uh, you know, when, when it's 10 years old, it's like, well, how do adults think? 10 years old cannot comprehend how adults think, but when they get to the adulthood, it's like, oh, this is how I think. Why would I think differently? It's normal, right? So when I mean different state of being, it's shifting from one normal to no- another normal, and it's different. Um, so in terms of being, you are being right where you are, you are not in the mind. Doesn't mean that when things happen, you don't take action, but you are taking action now. So right now, let's see, let's, let's do this perfect example. Right now we are here and we are now and having a conversation. If I was in the head and I was thinking, well, I wonder if the audience is the right fit for me. I wonder if there will be clients there for me. I wonder if I'm saying the right thing. What if I say something that doesn't resonate with them? Now they will hate hate me. Well, now I'm all in trouble, right? And blah, 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 blah. That's me being in the mind. I am not present. I do not exist. I completely miss you, miss your questions. I, I, I give completely different answers because now I'm trying to be liked. I'm trying to manipulate. I'm trying to control the outcome, right? I'm in the future, trying to control the future. I'm missing the now. When I show up, like, this is fun. This is really fun. I feel good. You ask questions. I have no idea about what you will be asking. I respond. I don't really, I don't really care how people will take it because everyone will take it the way they need to take it and they will hear what they need to hear. Love me, hate me. This is me. If I show up like this, I'm now. And what I do now from the quantum field, let's let's talk there. When I am in the being and not in the controlling the future, the controlling future is creating one timeline and trying to control it. And I get there. I want to get there. I want a client or I want another publicity or whatever. That's one timeline. When I get into my being 
in a complete unknown. I don't know what will be the result of this. I don't know whether people will like me. I'm just me. I'm just me and I'm being. The whole unknown is open. And now I'm allowing the best outcome for everyone, for you, for me, for the audience to drop in from the quantum field into the physical dimension. That's how we bend time. That's how we cut from working 10 years on a business into three months. That's how we grow. That's how we do everything. So planning in terms of, yeah, you send me your booking calendar and I planned it. But in that moment, I dropped it. So I knew we are meeting today at you know this time. I dropped it. I did not spend three weeks ruminating and thinking about your podcast. I didn't even research you. I didn't even know what your podcast was about. And people will be like, Daniela, that's arrogant. Because my guy is putting so much energy in it and you should know. This is, for example, one thing. You should research the person you will talk to. And I'm not. Because then I am creating in my mind an image about them. And when I show up with them, I am already seeing them a certain image. No. I want the pureness of the person I'm meeting. I don't want to know anything about them. I don't want to have any prejudgment about them. And then I meet them and we are completely present because there is no past that I'm dragging into this conversation and there is no future, my control and manipulation of the outcome that I'm dragging here. So you do this with everything, things Things come. This is what I say, that there is a natural mechanism built into our system, and we are part of the bigger system. Things come to you. Take them as they come for what they are. Live through them. If you like it, keep it. If you don't like it, don't. Put it in the calendar. Buy it. uh, Plan it. But then drop it. And be flexible enough to shift it and to change it. If you would come yesterday to me and send me an email, Daniela, sorry, I'm canceling this. You don't even need to say why. I could go two states. I could go, oh my gosh, my life is dependent on this. Now, you know, I, I wanted to perform. I wanted to be whatever. And now, now I need to find another podcast. Or that, that's my controlling mind. That's my survival mechanism. I need to do something to be validated, to exist, to earn money. Or I can just be and say, okay, and drop it and not carry it in my system, in my emotions, in the negativity and the, and the stories, the mind's trying to tell me about you canceling it. And what if she doesn't reschedule? Or doesn't she like it me? Maybe she went, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we live in the stories. So yes, action, but you... Always do the action in the now. And when you are not doing that, that's why I say be where you are. Drop it from your system. Drop it from the mind. Drop it from the emotions. And be pure being. Yes. I, so I had another person scheduled to be a guest on the show to interview at 11 o'clock this morning. You're booked in for 1230 Eastern time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I received an email this morning. I think I checked it around 930 and she canceled. <laughs> yeah. So it's such a perfect example. And so for all you listeners, my response was, I mean, I was just as happy as I was the minute before that yeah. and simply re- sent her an email and said, have a great day. Here's a link yeah. to rebook. If you choose to rebook, I'm ex- you know, looking forward to meeting you if, if that happens. And then there was nothing in my mind that was like, oh my God, what do I do next? Or it's just whatever shows up in that hour. Yeah. But that's, that's being, that's being, but we don't, um, when we are in the mind, we don't do that. We take everything personally because we are actually trying to look for ourselves in the other people. So let's say clients, let's say partners, let's say kids. Uh, we take everything, you know, a kid is uh, a partner will tell us something and we, 
why did you tell it? Why did you say it? Well, now I'm now I'm angry. No one can make you angry. You yourself are you. You are triggering yourself. No one else. Everyone is just a mirror. So that tells you the shift in your consciousness. Yeah. Because you didn't have that automatic program into into all the reasons and you know mind stories why she canceled and what will be the consequences for you, right? And rather, mm-hmm. what if she doesn't like me? And blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a that that's why it's so. How does it feel? Doesn't it feel really free? Yes. Like just, just like you just flow from one thing to another. One, you just kind of travel light. You know how mm-hmm. they say travel light. You just mm-hmm. travel light through life. You are not carrying anyone and anything with you. But at the same time, everyone and everything is in you. You just love everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. But you don't need them to be different. It's that joy. Like you don't need anyone to be different for you to be happy, for you to be free, for you to be content, to just live. No one needs to change. That's the freedom. Absolute mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. I we're gonna end on that statement right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we can talk the rest of the afternoon and probably the rest of the week. Um, this has been so fascinating. Thank you. Such a joyful conversation. And who knows what the listeners are gonna think of it, but they'll have their they'll have they'll each have their own thoughts, eh? Yeah. So if someone is super intrigued by this conversation, where might they venture to learn more about you, find you, reach out to you? Yeah. They uh, the best way is to go on my website, daniellasholak.com, and um, they will find the spelling in your podcast yes. uh, description, spelling of my name. And uh, yeah, then go on work with Daniela page. There is a apply to work with me. There is a simple and just send me a message. I work very simply in terms of we'll hop on a call to see what you want and um, we'll take it from there. Yes. And the, that link is in the show notes below. So if you're listening, uh, just look down there and you can click that link and head on over there. I I looked at your website. It's very simple, right? It, yeah. Simple and, and go click on work with me and have a conversation with Daniela. Thank you so much for this conversation. This was extraordinary. Thank you for having me. I I had a fun. It was really amazing. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.